You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. We're going? Come on. You got some Friday people, amen? You got a four-week holiday? I don't like you guys, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm working. Oh, man, I don't get a day off. Amen. Till Sunday. Amen. So praise God. But God bless you guys. Amen. If uh, uh, if you guys got the, the big extended weekend and whatever you're going to do, and I hope that you enjoy your family. So I really want to say happy Fourth of July to everybody as we celebrate uh, as a nation the freedom that we have. And you know what? Like I said, it came by people that served and gave their lives for this country. And so... When you serve for a cause, a cause uh, will, will bring freedom. Can somebody say amen? You know, when you're really standing, there's been a lot of stands throughout our, 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 our history, amen, that has brought freedom because of a people that stood for a cause, amen. I mean, know that Jesus came and he served for a cause. He came and gave his life to us for us to have what? Freedom, amen, freedom. You know, now that we are free, now that God has come and broke the chains upon us and the bondages of sin in our lives, amen, now we are to serve. Come on, we're supposed to give our lives for others and serve one another. Can somebody say amen? You know, this will continue the cause for freedom. There's a cause that you and I as Christians have to stand, but the cause comes through serving. You know, people enlist themselves. You know, when they fought for this country and the causes throughout the nation, uh, in the nation uh, throughout history, is because people were fighting for the cause. People were standing for the cause, amen. And when we do that, freedom can come, amen. And for us, we have to continue this freedom that Christ gave us, amen, by, by, by fighting for this cause and serving for this cause, for others to be free. How many know that people are, some people that are not free? Come on. Come on. There's some people out there that are still in bondage and we're in freedom. And so now we are enlisted in an army. We are enlisted in God's army to serve. And we are to serve one another for others to have freedom. I want you to turn to the book of John, chapter 13. I'm going to be reading a lot of verses here, 1 through 17, out of the New Living Translation. And it's a, a passage of scripture that we are all familiar with, amen, and so I want to use this part of Scripture, amen, uh, of history, of a cause here that that brought freedom to you and I, and and it's something that's been passed down, or God has passed it down to us to continue what He has said. And so it says here, before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that His hour had come to leave this world and return to His Father. And he loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them even to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil was already prompted Judas, the son of Simon, to betray Jesus. 
Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table and he took off his robe and he wrapped a towel around his waist and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus replied, you don't understand what I'm doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Simon Peter exclaimed, then wash my hands and head as well, Lord, not just my feet. And Jesus replied, a person who has bathed all over does not need to, to wash except for the feet to be entirely clean. And you disciples are clean, but not all of you. For Jesus knew who would betray him. And this is what he meant when he said, not all of you are clean. And after washing their feet, he put on his robe again and sat down and asked, do you understand what I'm doing? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right because that's what I am. And since I, your Lord, your teacher, has washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I've given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you, and I tell you the truth. Slaves are no, not greater than their master, nor a messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. Amen? See, our ultimate goal as disciples of Jesus Christ is to be a servant. That is everybody's goal here. That's the ultimate goal. The goal is not to make a name for yourself. A goal is not to have the biggest church. A goal is not to have any of these other things that, that you think is part of it. The ultimate goal is to be a servant. Come on. I... Before I'm a pastor, I'm a servant. Come on. You are you, you understand that I'm not here. I'm not, I'm not just here to be a pastor or have the title. I am a servant of the Lord. Amen. I, I'm here to not only love people, but I'm here to serve people. Jesus came to serve. In Matthew chapter 20, verse 20 to 28, it says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8 says, Freely you have received, freely give. Give back. Give back from the freedom that you got. The cause that Jesus Christ came. He came to serve in order to give His life as a ransom for a cause. And that was to bring us freedom. And so now, we are to serve each other. Now we're supposed to serve in the local church. Come on. We don't just come to church. How many know that we have to be the church? And tonight I want to minister on a message I entitled, Now That You're Saved, Start Serving. Now that you're saved, start serving. I, 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 I read my Bible, and there is nothing in the Bible that says get saved and sit on the chair. Till Jesus comes back. It does not say that. And there's, there's thousands of people sitting in chairs today 
that, that get saved and are doing nothing. Because what you're ultimately saying, well, I got my ticket, and so I'm just waiting for Jesus to take me home. And that, that's not what, what, what we are to do. The ultimate, the ultimate goal is not to be the best church sitter. Or how well you can sit in a chair. It's how well you can serve and be a servant. Come on, somebody. Here in our text, we see that Jesus came to serve. Here's our Lord and Savior, God in the flesh. Amen. He didn't come to be the king. He didn't come to to be served on or, or be attended to. Amen. Jesus Christ came to serve. Jesus was the role model of a servant, amen, and he showed his servants, uh, his disciples, uh, that servant attitude. You see, washing the feet of the guests was the job of the lowest household servant. And Jesus took on this role. We see that Jesus takes off his robe, he wraps a towel around his waist, just as the lowest servant or the lowest slave would. And he washed each of the disciples' feet, and then he dries them as well. If even Jesus, listen church, if even Jesus, God in the flesh, is willing to serve in that matter, in that way, we as his disciples have to do the same thing. Come on, man. See, when we do this, amen, we got to understand, amen, when we're willing to serve in that way, this brings glory to God. Come on, it brings glory to God. Now, I have a question for you. Are you willing to follow Christ's example of serving? How many is willing to do that? Come on, raise your hand. Half of you guys, all you guys, maybe some of you guys, some of you guys are thinking, where's, where's Pastor going with this? Come on. Come on, come on. Does he, have a, does he have a bucket behind that pulpit right now and he's going to make us wash each other's feet? Come on, are you willing to follow Christ's example of serving? Or let me get you another question. If so, where can you serve today? A better question is, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? Now, if you just got here and you just started church and, okay, okay, you, you're a new convert, you're just starting to think, but if you've been here for some time, it's time to serve. I mean, it really is, church. We're, we're, not, we're not just here to gather on a Sunday morning. We're not here to just gather on a Wednesday night. Uh, we're not just here to come and say hi and sit in our chairs, amen, and, and then say, you know what, uh, I'm safe. Thank God you're safe. Thank God that, that God delivered you. Thank God that, that you know, you're no longer on drugs or drinking and all this stuff, and God's putting your life back together, amen. But now that He's done something in your life, uh, He laid down His life. Uh, come on, He came to serve here, amen. Uh, he came with a cause to bring freedom to you, uh, and now He says, the way I have done it to you, uh, you need to do it to others. Come on, there's something that we have gotten, amen, something that we have given, a free gift that God has given us, and we got to understand that we're not just here, we're not just standing with our tickets saying, I'm just waiting for Jesus to show back up where He can take me home. 
Are you willing to follow his example? Are you willing to serve in this place today? How can you, or what can you do in being an example of Jesus Christ? What can you do, church? You personally, what can you do? So you have to understand, we need to understand that we are to serve in the local church. Come on. We must be willing to serve where it's needed. Come on, somebody. There's a lot of needs in the house today, church. There's going to be a big need for our conference, amen. Uh, are you willing to serve where it's needed? Uh, are you willing to serve where you're placed? In Romans chapter 12, verse 6 to 11 says this, In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy then speak with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, then serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to, uh, to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if your gift is showing kindness to others, do it gladly. And listen, watch this one, guys. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Come on. Come on, we got a lot of pretenders. We got a lot of pretenders in the church today, no contenders. Come on, people that are contending the faith, amen. They're not contenders, they're, they're pretenders. Come on, you, come on, they, they, they give that fake, come on. That fake smile, that fake little handshake, that fake hug. They really don't want to hug you like this. Come on, you ever got one of those hugs? Man, this person don't really want to get next to me. It says here, it, it, don't pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Somebody say hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with a genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy. Let me say that again. Never be lazy. The Bible's saying that right there. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Let me tell you, if you're excited for God, you will serve the Lord. God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Amen. I'll, I'll scrub a toilet for you, God. I'll do what I need to do for the kingdom of God. God, I'm here as a servant. Amen. I have no right being here. I should be dead. I should be going to hell. But you made a way for me, Lord. And God, I am here at your service. That is the type of attitude that Christians should have today, that we are here to serve. Come on. Come on. You are not doing God a gift by just showing up. You're, you are not. Come on. Who, what make, who makes you so special to do that? To come in and not do nothing for God. Come on. There is no movie stars in the kingdom of God. Come on. There, 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 there's nobody. 
You know, I, I talk a lot of stuff, amen, that you know I'm top five guy of a, top five guys of Jesus, amen, of God, amen. But let me tell you, unless I serve, I can't even say nothing. Come on, we're not here to be, you're not here to be, you know, uh, you know, Hollywood stars or, or big men of God, amen, and not do nothing. And you know what? I, I, I paid the price. Now you serve me. No, no, no. I will continue to serve God. I will continue to serve his people until Jesus comes back. So if you have that kind of mentality, erase it from here, amen? Because you can't have that here. We are to serve, church. I like it. Never be lazy. Work hard. Nobody likes that, those, works, those words. They, mean, they, they don't like to work hard, but they, they like the lazy part. <laughs> and serve the Lord with enthusiasm. You know, serving the Lord is not, don't, don't come and serve because, oh, I have to serve. Or, you know what? Oh, man, it's my name. It's on the list. I got to teach this week. Oh, God. Oh, come on. Oh, oh here comes Brother, Brother Fina's going to ask me to help usher. I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to do that. Like walking up here so, so hard. Standing here. And standing here holding it. It gets really heavy, and so yeah, you know. And I, and then to walk again. Oh, oh, the smile part. I forgot the smile part. I, I got to smile and pretend I love them. That's that's, that, that's too much now, God. You're, that that that's just that's just too much. What? Oh, man, you, you need help? Oh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll sign up for the nursery and take care of the, the brats, I mean the kids. It says to serve the Lord with enthusiasm. Enthusiastically. Excited. Excited. Come on, you should be excited. Yes, I get to serve today. I, I get to usher today. I, I get to be an usherette today. I get to serve our children. I get to serve in the cafe today. Yes. I get to greet today. I get to throw the trashes in. I get to do this. Not that I have to do this. Who am I looking at? I'm looking at everybody. Come on, if the shoe fits, wear it. It doesn't just throw it to your neighbor behind it because it'll fit them. Hallelujah. We're here to serve. Come on, we're here to serve. And if everyone does the service and everyone does their part, amen, then you can sometimes sit down and relax and rest and receive. But if only one person or a few persons are serving, guess what? We're burning out those that are serving. And they continue to serve because there's, there's a love for God. But sometimes it gets, it gets tiring too. Come on, somebody. There's times I want, 
tonight, really tonight I want to preach. I really don't. So this is how you're making me preach today. <laughs> Enthusiastically, hallelujah. See, I can't even say the word real good. Indubitably. But let me tell you, there are times because that's what my body, that's what my flesh is saying. But the spirit man inside of me said, come on, it's church time, amen. I get to preach today. I get the, the honor of ministering God's word today. God, give me some strength. And once I get into the, to, to the worship and praise, amen, give me the mic, hallelujah. I'm ready. I mean, today I was rushing I was rushing. I had a last-minute guest at work. Amen. I'm trying to sound this. Hour. Five o'clock, I like to bounce right at five o'clock. But then I was my up, and my person walks in, but it was my customer that was helping earlier, so I, I had to pretend I love them. No, I'm not really. I served them. And I said, God, you know what? You'll get me out of here. i got to do this. This is a good sale, and so I, I'm going to do this. And so I, I rushed it, went home, changed I, I, I took like, what, five minutes, right, babe? You're getting dressed. Go, I'll see you later. You're leaving already? Yeah, so it's late. I got to go. I was going. And so I came here, and so I just got my things. I had to finish some notes here in my office before tonight. and said, so I'm ready to go. This is the place. Let me tell you, missing tonight would make me feel weird. I... I there was, what was it? it was a Wednesday that we couldn't be here because they were doing some concrete. I came here, ready, amen, and then I said, no, it's just going to be too hard. Someone's going to trip. Someone's going to hurt themselves. So I had to cancel it. So I just thought, cancel it. What's that mean? I had to cancel it. <laughs> man, hallelujah. And so I, I text everyone. We did it real quickly, man, but I was bummed out. We didn't have church. It felt weird not having church on Wednesday. There it was. Hallelujah. I tried to stay long enough to get everyone from coming. Amen. I'll say, no, I'm sorry. We had, we had a few guests coming in, and then I waited till like around 15 minutes, 20 minutes after. Amen. Because I know some people get here at that time. And so, no, I'm just. <laughs> so I just say, you know what? I'm, I'm bouncing. But it felt weird not being in church. This is the place I need to be on Wednesday. Sunday, this is the place I need to be. Saturday morning, I'm here praying. When the doors are open, I'm here because I love the Lord and I love to do what I do. Amen. I want to be part of what God's doing. And so I want to serve in any way I can. Can somebody say amen? This is never be lazy, but work hard. I mean, all that hard work pays. Let me tell you, you work hard for the Lord, it pays. Now, I'm not saying that you part you part of leadership and we got a salary. You get paid, brother. You know, come on, is there a salary cap or do I pay you? Do I, you know, it's just serving from the Lord, right? No, I mean I know there's churches out there that pay and they get their churches built up, amen. Because they they got the budget, they got the salary. Come on, we can pay for a, a worship leader. We can pay for 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 sound people. We can pray for we can pay for these people and they'll come in and they'll be here, but they're there for the check. You guys are here because of your heart. That's what God is looking for is the heart. Will it be great to get to that point where we can have a payroll? Yeah, that'd be great. But it's, that's not our goal. Our goal is to serve and get people that will serve. Amen. You know, 
we don't have no help wanted ads for us. We serve from within. We build from within. I can put ads out there and we can pack out this place. We won't get paid much, but you know, <laughs> we don't got a budget like that, amen? All I got is five bucks a Sunday. Can you do it? Yes. You got to work hard, it says. We serve the Lord. Excited. With zeal. See, there is a need in our kids' church. We need teachers. We, we say we need teachers. We say we need teachers. We say we need teacher, and nobody shows up. I mean, I'm preaching and preaching, asking and asking, posting and posting. And I ask the teachers, uh, the, the, the overseers of this class, anyone come to you? No. 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 I mean, there's a few people that, that started signing up, but I mean, we, get, we have a church of 60 to 80 people. That's our church. And we got like what? Seven, eight teachers out of 80 people. Because we don't want to serve. We want to be served. See, we have no problem for shotgun preaching. Preach adults, everyone wants to preach. That's why they go over the five minutes. They're all excited. Preach, preach, preach. But no one wants to serve, serve, serve. We want, we want the spotlight ministry. I have no problems preaching for five minutes. But I ain't going to teach no kids for five minutes. I ain't going to do those things, amen. Come on, we, we, we need teachers, amen. Uh, there is a need in serving to prepare the next generation. What an honor that is, amen. If you're a teacher today and you're going in there, that is a great honor. You're doing something great for the kingdom of God because you're preparing the next generation. We're not saying forget about this generation. Our kids have value. Our, our kids are important, church. Uh, come on, uh, I ain't going to focus on the, on the adults. We need to focus on our children. The world is getting worse and worse, amen. And if you don't want to teach them, guess what? There's a world waiting out there to teach them. Hello? There's a need. There are next future leaders, preachers, worshipers, teachers. If we won't build them, we'll lose them. And that's the truth. It should be an honor and a privilege for us to teach our kids. Luke chapter 16, verse 10 says, If you're faithful with the little things, you'll be faithful in the large ones. But if, you're not, if you are dishonest with the little things, then you won't be honest with the greater responsibilities. If you want to do, if you want to do great things in the kingdom of God, church, you have to be faithful to the little things. The behind-the-scene things, as Brother Finos was talking about, those, those things that we don't see behind the scenes. You know, you know our, our media guys don't get much glory. Come on. They're, they're working behind the scenes. Our cafe workers don't get much glory. Amen? They're behind the scenes. Our teachers don't get much glory because they're behind the scenes over there. It's being faithful with those little things. We, we, we want to do great things. I mean, we want to do some great things for the kingdom of God. How many want to be a great husband, great wife, great spouse, great, great people? And so we want to do some great things and get our, our name out there and be great. But God says, you know, 
before you get to that place, you're going to have to be faithful in this, in this place. In the little things. There's a need for ushers and usherettes. We, 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 this goes out. There's, there's, we got men in this house. Amen. And there's only five men as ushering. We had three for a long time. And those two that have been there faithful since this store, this, this church is kind of opened. You know? How can we move on? How can we do other things? How can we go if there's needs that are needed in the house? Don't be lazy. Work hard. I will bless you. There, there's, there's, there's a return for this church. But whatever, you, whatever you're giving is what's coming back to you. We, we have to be faithful in these things. Ushers are the ones who maintain the order in the house. Those that welcome the people of God that are coming in. The newcomer that comes into the church. Amen. They have, have to give a good impression of being the church and showing love. What a great honor that is for us. And that's a job for everyone. For us to welcome anyone that comes into this place and, and thank them for coming out and, and welcoming them and giving them a handshake, amen, and just and doing it, not pretending. Doing it because you love to do it. Doing it because God is, you got the love of God inside of you and you want to show that love to others. There's a need for Bible study leaders, amen. People that have been willing to teach, uh, serve the people, and work with them, uh, guide them, amen, pray for them, uh, encourage them, uh, even fast for them. There's a need for that today. That's, that's something that all of us need to do. You know, I, I text my friend, uh, Pastor Adam Fiedrich, amen, and, and, and it hurt me what, what his wife's going through. And I said, bro, I'm fasting, I'm praying for your wife today. She's going to whip this. We're going to have a my God experience. God moves on the miraculous, but it goes with enthusiastic. You know, you got to be enthusiastic in the things that you do for God. Moves, God moves upon that heart. If you're excited for God, even in through the storms and battles, I mean, that, that's what gets you crazy for God. That's what gets you excited for God. Amen. I, I'm going to let nothing take me down. I'm going to let nothing bring a downer on me when God is all I have and, and God is all I need. Come on, if you have that, you're rich. If you have that, you're healed. If you have that, come on, you're an overcomer through Jesus. But we need people to teach others that be willing to invest time, energy, resources in order to get it done. It's called discipleship. Remember that word? Discipleship. Building each other. What we read in the story that I started off today in our text, that was discipleship in action. Jesus washing the feet of his disciples was showing them discipleship in action. Say, what I've done to you, do to others. And if you do it, he says what? You'll be blessed. Now, I know everybody here wants to be blessed, right? Well, you got to be willing to do it. The question is, where can you serve today? And are you willing to serve where it's needed? You don't know where? Come see me. I'll find a place for you. I got a lot of places to fill. I got a lot of holes. I need. I, I can find a place for you. Come on. You ain't gonna come to me and say, "What can I do?" And I say, "I don't know. I got nothing." <laughs> I'll, I'll never say that. Hallelujah. Come to me. We'll find something. 
If you have something on your heart that you want to do, then come share that with me. Let's do it. Let's build His kingdom. Let's be something that will be willing to help serve others. Let's do it. Come on, don't just come to church. Be the church. Be part of the church. Come on, anyone can go to church. Anyone can go to church. Now, being a church is different. Being part of a church is different than going to church. They got these big mega churches out here, amen, and, and they serve a part in need for them, but there's a lot of people that just go to church. You ask them what they're doing, how they serving, they don't even know what those words mean. Are you discipling anybody? What's discipleship? Do you know that this, these churches don't even know what these terms are? Yet they're in the Word of God. Discipleship. Well, what's, what's that? It's like foreign language to them. And these are mega churches. But they got a paid staff. Not real leaders. I'm not saying all of them. I'm saying a lot of them are not there because they were willing to serve. Amen. See, if the Lord was willing to lower Himself as the lowest slave, we shouldn't have a problem serving where there's a need. In reality, I'm not asking you to wash anyone's feet. Come on. I, I, I'm, pretty sh I'm pretty sure, you know, the guy that was doing the feet washing back then would prefer to be just an usher. Or work at the cafe. Or teach the kids. I, I, I bet he said, man, if those, those, avail those positions were available at that time, uh, I'll take the kids. Imagine washing dirty feet as your job. And serving in the kingdom. And, but he did it. He served. He washed. He dried. He filled the position. Not asking you to wash feet. He's asking you to serve. You got to be an example of just like Christ was. Imagine Peter at that time. I mean, we read the story, amen. You're there, and, you, you're, and you're Peter, and you're washing your, your, the, the, your master, the Savior, uh, your teacher, washing the feet of, of the others, and he's moving closer and, and closer to you, and he's seeing his master be, be, behaving like a slave. This must have confused Peter. You see, he still didn't understand what Jesus was teaching him. But to be a leader or to be part of the kingdom, a person must be a servant. This is not comfortable for some leaders who find it hard to serve those beneath them. But Jesus did, and he served them. And we ought to do the same. See, Peter didn't understand what was happening here. And his response to Jesus was, his response back to him was, unless I wash you, you can't belong to me. In other words, Jesus was saying, unless I wash you, Peter, I can't wash away your sins by the death of the cross. Peter, you, won't, you can't have a relationship with me unless I do this. Unless Peter was willing to submit to Jesus and allow Jesus to minister him, in this way, Peter would have never learned the lesson of humility. 
See, as Peter's watch, washing all this and seeing his master wash the feet of the disciples and him approaching him uh, closer and closer, he tells Jesus, well, well, just don't wash my feet then. Don't you wash my whole body? My hands, my head, everything. Wash my whole body. Imagine when he said that to Jesus. You just see Jesus looking up and say, calm down, Peter. It says in John 13, verse 9 and 10, Simon Peter exclaimed, then wash my hands and head as well, Lord, not just my feet. Jesus replied, a person that has bathed all over does not need to wash except the feet to be entirely clean. Jesus didn't wash his disciples' feet, church, for they could be nice to each other. How many know that they argue with each other? That night, they argued. They would argue and say, who is going to be the greatest? There was an argument going on. This was after he washes their feet. This is after he's trying to teach them something. This is after he says, you know what? Now that you see me do this, do it to others. Amen. If you do it, you'll be blessed. And they start fighting. I'm going to be the greatest. No, I'm going to be the greatest. See, no, everyone wants to be the greatest. Nobody wants to be a servant. They still didn't get it. They still didn't understand that his goal was for them to love each other and to extend the gospel here on earth after he was gone. These men were to move into the world serving God and serving each other and serving all people who would accept the gospel teaching them, serve, serve, serve each other, serve the world, serve those who are getting saved, serve, 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 serve. But they were arguing who was going to be enthroned as the greatest. They wanted to be on the throne and not serve. So how do we do this, church? Let me give you three things real quick and we'll be out of here. First, you must be willing to humble yourself. Serving calls humility. This was something that he was teaching Peter. You've you got to understand who Peter is. Peter, Peter was radical. He was awkward. He was, he was different. Peter didn't understand. He had a great heart. Don't get me wrong. Peter had a great heart. But he showed, he showed his actions wrong. He did a lot of wrong things. He did a lot of things that were not wrong. And, and, and Jesus was teaching him to humble himself. I'm going to teach you humility, boy. When you get the humility part, you'll understand how to serve. So if you want to do this, you've got to be willing to humble yourself just like Christ did. Amen? Number two, you've got to be willing to put others before yourself. It's not all about you. You are not number one no more. Serving people is number one. Stop thinking about other people. It's about not just thinking about your own problems, but thinking about others. Thinking about others, amen, just like Christ did. And number three, it has to come from your heart. Your heart has to be in it. Work hard with enthusiastic, enthusiastically. You got, it has to be from your heart. You've got to be excited for God. You can't just... You cannot pretend in this. You will burn yourself out in it. 
Come on, if your heart's here, like, you know, I'll, I'll do it. I'll serve, you know, no one else doing it. I'll do it. But you're doing it with a heart that's not, that's half-hearted. I can't use you. Kingdom of God can't use you. I thank you for you filling the role, but I need people's hearts. I just don't need bodies. If I needed bodies, I can go hire some, some, some homeless people and say, come on, just stand right here, pick up the offerings, I'll tell you what to do, amen, and I'll give you five bucks afterwards. They'll be gladly to do it. And they will do it with enthusiastically. Enthusiastically. <laughs> They'll do it with some zeal. They'll do it with some excitement because they know that they're getting payday afterwards. You know, all I got to do is just do this. And I get five bucks, I'm in. I'll smile all I, all, all I can. It's not from the heart. It has to be from our heart, church. You've got you to be humble. You've got to put others first. And it has to come from the heart just like Jesus did. Amen? We close today. You guys okay? There's times that we've got to preach these things because there's a need in the church. And I can ask, and I can ask, and I can ask, and I can ask nicely. I can do a pretty, pretty promo on Facebook for this. But I still get no responses. And if we really want to be the church, then it starts with serving. Just like Jesus did. Jesus took off his who he is. Right? Thank you.